We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmer's market quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Hello, kings and queens and in-betweens. Sooner saints, I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another Excelente episode of Yash Jesus. Once again, Daniel Francesi. And as always, I'm here with my bestie. Azariah Southward. And today we welcome you in with open arms and let you know that we here at Yash Jesus believe that God formed our inward parts. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And every hair on your head, honey, is counted. That's right. Don't forget it. God loves you. God loves everything about you. You were made. You are special. God don't make no junk. So come on in. Grab a seat in the pew pew pews as we get ready to get into our praise report and prayer request. Danny, don't you have the prayer request? Yes, I do. And the prayer comes, we're going to call him Espy. He's a very sweet boy, I bet. Um, and he is a friend of mine who is having a problem with an ex who won't leave him alone, leaving him notes on his car, harassing him. He asked us to pray about it. That's a tough one. Yeah, that is. Man, because when at what, at what point is that harassment? It's an ex, they cut it out, they, they ended the relationship and... Yeah, it was, it was somebody he dated for a while and then stopped dating and now this person's like showing up around where he lives and... Oh. You know, just making him a little uneasy. He's finding notes in his house and his car. And, and I yeah. think that's such a, you really need a lot of faith and strength, especially living alone and, and dealing with something like that. It's a very yeah. horrific thing. Not a, there's not exactly a crime being committed when someone leaves you a note. Right. Um, the notes aren't angry, but it's still, it's very like you don't feel safe. You feel like someone might be there and someone might be watching you. And we just want to put a prayer request out that you pray for SB and pray for his strength and pray for his courage and uh, for his peace of mind. And to also to know the difference between having to really dismiss something and uh, get some support from someone who can help you. Yeah, because you just need to be able to walk away and let go sometimes. And ah, man, that's tough. We, we will be praying for SB. SB, oh. you have our prayers. And let's, uh, what about a praise report, Azzy? We have a fun praise report today. I am so excited for uh, Michael Passens. He was one of the singers in this Christian band called Avon. Like, I remember when Avalon's song, oh, something about the rainbow, was on Touched by an Angel. And I fell in love with him at that point, and so, so did many other people. And do you remember that show, Touched by an Angel? Oh, yes, definitely, with <laughs> Delarie. Yes! Like, oh, loved it. But... That was like their Honey, I love Della Reese's in pieces. <laughs> and Michael Passens, part of the band Avalon, he came out 
just over uh, on September 11th, I believe. And so we want to praise God for just that ability, that courage to come forward, tell your story, and to own your truth. So congratulations, Michael. Yes, living in your authentic life and uh, part of the family. And we always yeah. welcome, we welcome you and we lift you up here at Yes Jesus. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Michael. All right, we have something exciting coming up. Are you ready for it, Danny? <laughs> Do so. tell. It is a... It is a... It is a... It's been a while. We need to explore the Bible with a little bit of God's help here with this creation. Well, I'm about to get into Psalm 139 and I'm about to roll this up. And we're going to yeah. come right back, a little toasty, with the scripture of the day. Boop, boop. So stay tuned. Listen up, Yas Jesuits. If you follow <laughs> us on Insta, you know that we are obsessed with CBD caring products. Obsessed. They are women-owned Vegas company started by a mother who's just trying to help her daughter heal. They started in their kitchen, but now they're here with a full operation in Las Vegas. Yeah. Making these incredible projects that all started from a mother's love. And you know they love the LGBTQIA plus community mm -hmm. because they won the best float in the Vegas Pride Parade. Yes, they did. <laughs> their products are of the highest standard. Awesome quality CBD with no THC. No THC. That's important because... You're not going to get high, but you're going to get all the benefits. Yeah, their products are made from the highest quality natural ingredients. Never tested on animals, except for their pet products, which are quality controlled and approved by the founders, Doggies, Nacho, and Cerveza. <laughs> this is not your normal pet product. <laughs> they carry products from pain relief to skin care. I'm a huge fan of their comfort cream for sore muscles and joints. As a matter of fact, my shoulder's kind of hurting from the gym, Azzy. You might get me a little rough Oh, with yeah, that you get over cream. here. Get over oh, here. That feels so comforting and creamy. And let me tell you, they also have a CBD infused lubricant called knob polish for well other stuff you want to try that one out uh duh all right let's go do that and while we do that you should check out their website at cbdcaring.com or follow them at cbdcaring you won't regret it make sure to use the promo code yasjesus25 for 25% off your first order yo dude 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 are you back dude Bro, <laughs> sis, Bro, man, I tell you, sis, I'm back, girl. Honey, honey, we are on. We are on this roller coaster now. We are in it to win. We it. are in it to win it. For, you know what time it is? It's time for. You better get it. <laughs> the scripture of the day today, as is Psalm 139.14. The whole show's about it. Tell us. Psalm 139.14. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. You know what that means? That means you're loved. That means you're perfect. That means that God made you. That means God don't make no junk. That is your confirmation, no. people. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a wonderful work of art, if God's name is art. 
We'll find out one day. But you know what we know now? You're perfect. Honey, you are perfect. Relax. Sit down next to me right here and just know that there's nothing that you can do that is gonna make you any more better than what you are right now other than just, just opening up a little bit and just relaxing into yourself. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Honestly, Azariah, I totally believe it. I hear you in that windswept hammock. You sound like Moses standing on a mountain and somehow all of it together. Every hair on your beautiful head is counted for, baby. And I just want you to know I know you intimately and deeply. That's right. I, God, know you, baby. Because you are what? Sickening. <laughs> all right, all right, Danny. That's perfect. That's good. That's great. You're perfect. If you are ever feeling like you are a rejection of God's creation, you just need to read Psalms 139 and let the words of affirmation wash over you. Yes, but for now, let's have a little fun with Psalm 139. You know what makes this fun? (laughs) It's a big Bible story. (laughs) Here we go. Now, the Psalm starts with the fact that God knows us. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Okay. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't even know me. Well, he do. God knows what we are doing. God knows what we are thinking. God knows what we're going to say before we even form the words. This is why it's no point in pretending that you're something you're not. This is why you can't be something Monday to Saturday and then put on a suit and try to be something on Sunday. God knows already. God knows you like your booty hole licked. It's fine. He loves you anyway. God knows that you're the grocery store aisle looking at the men's health magazine. It's okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> God knows your ears burn when you walk past gay interest in Barnes and Noble and it's right next to Bible studies. We know you didn't watch Home Improvement because you're into carpentry work. You watched it for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Confess and tell the truth because it's perfectly fine. We know you knew that George Michael was gay. We know that you listened to the Katie Lang CD and like the Indigo Girls. God knows. Psalm 139, 1 to 4. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down. You know when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, oh Lord, you know it completely. All right, God, you're getting a little creepy. (laughs) I mean, he knows when we're gonna be petty. Listen, listen, I think one thing we have to remember is that Psalms was written by David. She's family, okay? Like, sister, right? We already established that. Love Jonathan. She's a little dramatic. She inherited the kingdom of Israel. Like, she's got a lot on her plate. She lost the love of her life, Jonathan, right? And now she's ruling the kingdom of Israel, and she's, like, sitting up in her palace, writing these psalms, these songs to God. And, like, you know how sometimes we project, right? Maybe this psalms were, like, a little bit of projecting his love for David or Jonathan. Well, if you remember the covenant between David and Jonathan, they say that your Lord will be my Lord. And they talk about how all their kids will be under the same Lord. And that's how their love is going to exist, even when they're separated. Mm-hmm. So God was mm-hmm. a huge part of their love. Their, their love mm-hmm. was bonded in the Lord. That is why their Lord was bonded in the God and their covenants. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the love that he expresses to God here 
in these first couple of verses, like it is really like an intimate love. It's like a relationship love. And like, I'm just, yeah, think like drawing the comparison and thinking about like the, how our romantic relationships often like mirror our relationships with God, like our relationship with God should be what teaches us how to love romantically too. So I'm just thinking of David and Jonathan right now. My, that's where my mind's at. Well, I'll tell you what, like, and I, you know, I know these big Bible stories are supposed to be funny, but sometimes when I smoke, I get deep too. So sit down for some Oprah shit. But Honey, I'm telling you down. right now, I'm telling you right now, like when, when my stepdad passed away, like mm-hmm. right before he passed away, my mom was upset about something and I'm a producer, I'm a problem solver, I'm a thinker, mm. I'm all these other things. And so when you tell me, oh, I'm so sad, I, you know, this happened, I'm like, well, here's how we could fix it. And then you could also do that. And then maybe if you did this and did you ever consider this? Like, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to come mm-hmm. up with reasons and defending and, and problem solving and, and diffusing like whatever the situation is. Right. And my stepdad yelled at me one day and I forget what it was about, but my mom was upset. And he said, stop it, Danny. Sometimes people just want you to hug them and say, you know what? Mm. That sucks. You're right. That's it. My mom just wanted yeah. some sympathy. She didn't want an answer, you know? Mm. And then when mm-hmm. he passed away, my mom was so devastated. And how I handled it was by saying, mom, it does suck that he's dead. You're right. And the way mm-hmm. I think I got that from was now my mom's, all the love that she has for God is her love that she had for her husband too, you know? And I could mm-hmm. see how David would be in a situation like this where losing the love of his life, now he ha- now the Lord was the one thing that bonded them together. God is the one thing that bonded them together and one thing that they have. And what, mm-hmm. what could it even feel like for God to know you that well? I mean, is, is that like reassuring or unsettling? Like it's got a stalker? Or is he somebody that wants to know mm-hmm. his creation because he made it? You're his son, you're his daughter. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're his child. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the intention behind it. Like, God just wants to be involved. God, well, yeah. It's beautiful and creepy at the same time. Two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> the Psalm goes on to say that when God is all around us and being surrounded by God is a delight. Okay. So it does talk about how it's not a necessarily a creepy thing, how it is something that is fulfilling that like could surround you like a, like a blanket. Mm-hmm. Psalm 139, okay. five to six, you hem in me behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge too, is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. God knowing every single sewed stitch of you, you know, there's that I'm Maya not- Angelou quote, I'm gonna totally paraphrase, but when she's on Oprah and she has that moment where she talks about just like some, this, this, force that created the nature and the trees and the wind loves me like how humbling that is yeah oh i love it that conversation between her and oprah yes Ah. and the surrender that brings maybe maybe that's why the love of god can come off i maybe creepy is the wrong word instead it's having to let go of everything and to surrender right to yield to that love Right. Surrender is the word, Azariah. I can meditate all day on surrendering. Yeah. Like, that is what it takes. That is what it takes yeah. to surrender all your issues and all your problems and all your insecurities and all everything. Surrendering is like one of the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. 
It really is. Oh, honey, trust me, you are. <laughs> this is the lesson that I do. Oh, honey. You know, the psalm goes on to say that God's all around us and, 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 and being a delight. But the next section after that, it's really good for people like SB who, who's listening, SB, or like when you feel isolated or lonely or separated from God, a little scared even. The messages here is that nowhere are we ever separated from God. We can't escape that. We cannot be separated. We cannot be wholly alone because God is always there with us. You are not alone. When you feel nervous, SB, you are not alone. You have God with you. Can I read this part, yeah, Danny? Get it, I'm get I want to read this. Okay. Psalm 139, 7 through 12. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I descend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for the darkness is as light to you. Honey, there isn't anywhere you can go. Wow, Ross isn't going to be. I see now why Ross loves this so much. This really speaks to me too. This is beautiful. This is it really poetry. is. I've never, Danny, I don't know if I've ever read this. So this is like a first time for me. I honestly think that I've seen some, some of this, but not the whole thing in, this enti- in its entirety presented this way. And I'm loving this. Yeah, it's beautiful. So now we're going to get to like the culmination of this psalm. Like we're putting it all together now on this piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. God's, God's okay. close. Do you want to read this God's part? Creation, God's knowledge. It's all right here. Okay. I'll read this part. Okay. Psalm 139, okay. 13 to 16. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them yet existed. Your intestines. <laughs> in your, um. in words, you're going through your list of inwards now? <laughs> your, 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 your big toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? I, I don't want to even get into it because <laughs> I don't even want to get into it because I just, there's some things that shouldn't be on the same page. I, <laughs> you're, I don't know. Oh my God. I have so many things I could say right now. Lord, guide me. Guide me away from prolapsed buttholes. Infesting <laughs> joke. Please, Lord, deliver me. Save him, Lord. Don't let him do okay. it. Don't let him do it. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't even going there, okay, Azariah, you prevert. Neither was like, I, Neither was I, but you did. <laughs> no, but, um, but I think this is so beautiful. You really knit me is. together in my mother's womb. Like, what a beautiful mm-hmm. image to think about of, like, I've, my mother knits. And seeing my mother knit and the way she knits so caringly and tenderly. When my mom knits a blanket for people, she says a prayer with every line. Mm-hmm. Imagine, oh, imagine God, God knitting you in a, in a, in a womb. 
I, I'm just, and, and I'm so grateful for life. I'm so grateful for the, all of the things that I've seen. God isn't lost on me when, like I said before, when you're enlightened, you see God in everything. He's in the trees and the bees and mm -hmm, the flowers and the mm -hmm, trees and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. like every day there's so much, there's so, many, so much to appreciate, so much to look, look at, so much to enjoy. And there's me, there's me that you made and it's humbling. Mm -hmm. And I too get to be enjoyed. Yes. Um, well, right, because I'm a beautiful creature of God. I'm a beautiful creation of God. Is what I is what I mean by that. Well, the real money shot in Ross's opinion is I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. I agree, Ross. That is the that is so like fearfully and wonderfully made. That makes me feel so powerful. Mm hmm. Walk that. You know what? What do you think they mean? What do you think God? What do you think what David means here by fearfully? Hmm. With trembling, with like, okay, so like when I get vulnerable, like today I got really vulnerable with my mom, right? And it was a really beautiful moment for me and I think for her, like, and I, I was shaking because it's one of those fearfully, like you come in tr with, you come trembling in not, not in cowardice, not in, not because you're scared, but because you tread lightly. Um, you have to me the energy of like let's say like Jenga or like something where or like making a card house or something where you're like you're afraid you can't complete it and it's going to collapse that doesn't feel right mm -hmm. but I do know like right. I do remember building certain art projects or working on things where I'm just like oh please let this work and like and just caring about it so much and then what, like like and, and then like, I built this chandelier at a plastic clear forks, knives, and spoons once, and like a lot of hope and hot glue. And mm -hmm. it was so beautiful. And it looked like all the forks, knives, and spoons. My friend Melissa, who's like, uh, she, she designs stores for like all these major designers all over the world and still talks about the chandelier and wishes I had it. But it like looked like forks, knives, and spoons were spilling out. And how I made that, it was like, I was so careful that everything was going the right way. I didn't want any of the little fibers mm -hmm. from the hot glue to be like hanging off and people could see where it was glued. I wanted them to look like they were about to fall off. I was working with balance and all these different things and how much I cared about it. And then when I switched that light on and it lit so brilliantly, so brilliantly and perfect that I couldn't never remove it from where I, I made it. It had to stay in that apartment building and they kept it. But I like, I, it couldn't be removed without being broken or like being, having to be restructured. It was so delicate as is the human life. And God yeah. can create something so tender and so like this is, I have to be so careful with every, everything that happens here, mm -hmm. but like wonderfully, but just like, it, it, like with the, the most perfection that, that can meet his taste level. And yeah. I feel and so grateful. I feel grateful to be in the know. And I, I think when, when I like was using an example of like becoming vulnerable, when I become vulnerable, I often shake is because I know I'm approaching, I'm, op I'm opening up the hood of a relationship, right? And I'm going and I'm doing some surgery and that this, like, like with your light fixture, you know, you created something and, you know, like fearfully and wonderfully made and appreciating that. And like that you talk about what does fearfully mean? Like fearfully, like approaching it with honor and, and like uh, whatever it is, whatever you're doing. Um, so the psalmist here is overwhelmed by this wonder and beauty. Psalm 139, 17 to 18. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. That's what we're dealing with right now, Azariah. In the situation of you trying to, to put together your thoughts, 
in the situation. <laughs> we're, 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 we're dealing with the sum of what it is. Do you know? Like, yeah. we're dealing with how heavy this is. The deeper we go, the more stony. Yeah. It's like, dude, we're just a piece yeah. of sand. Like, what if the earth is just a piece of sand on another earth? Like, the, the more we wonder, the more the deeper we go. It can get yeah. it's as deep as the yeah. We have every bit of technology and we have no idea what is in that ocean, at mm. the bottom of that ocean. There's so many mysteries and wonders and things in there that God has left for us. We can't even mm -hmm. figure them all out. Everything that we could do, we can't figure it all out. And, yeah. so, and so if you really want to get into it, it's a can of worms. And I'm going to go back and read this again. Okay. This is the can of worms. Psalm 139, 17 to 18. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast are the sum of them. I try to count them, and they're more than the sand. I come to the end, I'm still with you. So no matter how much I'm thinking of all this, no matter how much I have all of this, I could think it through until I literally can't keep my eyes open anymore and I pass out or I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm meditating or, fast, or fasting, God forbid. Anything that I'm doing, at the end of it, I'm still like come to the sum of I'm still with God. Azariah, we've been through conversion therapy treatments. We've been through all kinds of things. We've been through horrible yeah. situations due to, 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 to queer pressure, pushed yeah. into different kinds of scenarios, pushed into doing things, like, and, and we're still with God. Yeah. All right, but then, then here comes the next part. This is the most annoying part of this psalm now. Now, now the schmood is different. The vibe, this doesn't pass the vibe check. Okay, because suddenly we're turning, we're turning it towards our enemies now. Okay, this is what people always misconstrue. Like, the thoughts are so deep, we can't, but like, this is what happens, right? Mm -hmm. When people mm -hmm. focus on things too literal and don't want to go past one surface layer. Sometimes you don't mm -hmm. want to go in the rabbit hole because it takes time and energy, but you have to. Yeah. So anyway, the psalmist has his own enemies, and I'm sure we have our own. Psalm 139, 19 to 22. Oh, that you would kill the wicked, oh God, and that the bloodthirsty would depart from me, those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Girl, that's some feelings. Some real feelings like and those feelings is anger <laughs> like it's yeah anger. this reading this makes me relate so much more to david like i feel the ebbs and flows of like what he's saying here you know like i get i get the anger i get it but I, like I you said know, it doesn't I know when god has an enemy though I know when God has an enemy and I know how my body just like viscerally reacts to that person. I've been in people's homes where I felt that way or people have said something mm -hmm. that I'm just like shocked by what they said. I don't get shocked by the content of what they said. I don't get shocked by their intention. Almost to me, people who are anti-God really have no power because to me, God is power. So without that mm -hmm. power, I really kind of like, I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, you have no power here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've been around someone who's an enemy of God. Yeah, because it's, it's like, what are, you, what are you trying to take from me? Why, why is this so important for you to take this 
from me, this light. Why are you trying to... This isn't your birthday cake. Don't blow on my light. Don't blow on my candles. You know, like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know, it's so true. I also love... Um, I, I, if I could say it every episode, I would. And it, it's, it's an anonymous quote, but I love that quote that God isn't going to talk to you. God isn't going to talk to you about me on Judgment Day. <laughs> like, like that. You know what I mean? Like, everybody relax. Look at yourself. Mm-hmm. And but the people who specifically rise up against God, that's what I'm talking about here specifically mm-hmm. rise up and like smite and hate god those people I, but, I've but had people, people don't I, but, but people don't always do that just like with with the exact words you know and people like like some of our leaders in our country you know are doing that and i think we're going to touch on that in another episode almost like, kind of how you got your name your your name azariah like you you were like right. you know oh yeah i was an evangelical and the guy's like oh religious trade right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea of just like the, 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 just not even necessarily hatred, but like I've had I've been wearing a cross. I've told you before I've worn a cross in inside the club, up in the club. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing a cross, mm-hmm. and I've had people mm-hmm. come up to me and flick it on my chest and be like, "What's that?" Yeah, that's yeah. a direct challenge to my faith, and I feel it, and I know how to handle it. I can handle it with you know grace and whatever, mm-hmm. but it is interesting. There are feelings there, and we can see where that is. Yes, we are meant to be here. We are just as God made us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. But we still have these folks who are trying to tell us that we ain't real. We aren't supposed to be here. We're a perversion. And guess what the prayer to God is to do to those people? Vanquish them. (laughs) Off with their heads. No. (laughs) But I... That's, that's, these, this was what David was feeling, right? You know, as he was writing this. That sounds so cute. What is it, a bird? I think so. Oh my God, get him. I want him. Bring him, <laughs> bring him back. He might be a woodpecker. You're going to hear like, he's like, kru, kru. There's wanna... like all these little like, sounds behind you. You're like a Disney princess. <laughs> Right. And when we close with an acknowledgement that we shouldn't be the same thing as the wicked in our midst. So maybe this is a Michelle Obama moment when they go low high. We go high. <laughs> you're, going, you're definitely going high. You're definitely going high. Okay. <laughs> I'm going high. Uh, okay. Psalm 139:23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. God you know my browser history. <laughs> we know that and we easily the wicked if we rest too much of our own understanding. Keep us from being evil like those who mm. want to deny us. Search us. Make us better. Let us, like, make us better queers. Make us better Christians. Yeah. That's a pretty good prayer for all of us, right? Like, yeah, try to absolutely. make ourselves better. Find our own biases that we have within us. All of us have racial biases. All of us have, sex, like different kinds of sexual hangups. All of us have these different things that we can take, all we can really do about them, that they come from our culture, they come from our media exposure, they come from our surroundings and life experiences, is we could do yeah. one step to work against our biases. One step towards... You know, towards can, I, can, I share, can I share something here? Like about, about, you know, if we rest, we can't rest too much on our own understanding. Like I want to touch on that just for a moment if I can. Like, I have a story that I would like to share. Like, there was a moment when I was in the desert (laughs) uh, at Salvation Mountain. If you've ever seen the movie Into the Wild, 
like there's there's a scene in the movie at Slab City out in the California desert where there's a bunch of nomads and hippies living off the land and it's a community they're supporting each other but there's also like some not good things that happen out there but like ever since I saw that movie because there's a moment in the movie Into the Wild when the main character looks at Leonard Knight who created Salvation Mountain he got radically saved in the 70s and this is like just his story right um <clears throat> and in the movie, the main character looks at him and says, do you really believe in this? You know, do you really believe in Jesus? And Leonard Knight turns around, looks at him and says, absolutely. And, he, and it was the real Leonard Knight in the movie. And you could tell he really believed it. And so like, I remember watching that and thinking, I want to go there one day. And so like fast forward 10 years later, I'm out there at Slab City enjoying a weekend in who they call Builder Bill's living room where they do live music outside. And this guy comes up and sits next to me and he looked homeless and disheveled and he starts talking with me and it turns out he was also from indiana as we started getting to know each other and then he also went to this church that my family used to visit for revival services in south bend and like we just laughed about it for a moment and once we kind of came back to ourselves after like kind of like what this is this is a funny moment, right? And how serendipitous. He just says to me, he says, you think you can do everything on your own because you think you're self-sufficient. And at this time in my life, like I was struggling with my own like addiction issues and like not with substance abuse whatsoever, but like other things. And, and we're We'll talk about that in another episode, but um, I, I wasn't sure if I understood what he said and what, what he told me. And so I just, I, I asked him, I said, what did you say? And he goes, God is all sufficient. And that was like when I learned that I can't lean on my own understanding, like it's saying here, you know, in the, in this Psalms. And that for me, it was the moment in the desert when I started really accepting and surrendering to that idea that I am wonderfully, fearfully made, that God, even in my darkness, even in the darkest night of my life, it is not dark enough for him. And that his light is still shining bright. So I just wanted wow. to share that. And so like SB, <laughs> like I, I, you know, like these things can bring up, you know, people like leaving notes and, you know, that you once loved and were in deep relationship with, you know, it, this is a hard time for you, I'm sure. Like, and it's kicking up dust. Even now, just rest and know that God loves you and God is here for you. Wow, I think we should go through um, Psalm 139 and its completion because it's nice to hear the whole thing together. Okay. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down, you know when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, oh Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. 
If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Oh, that you would kill the wicked, O God, <laughs> and that the bloodthirsty would depart from me. Those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Well. Oh, honey. I, I needed that. Did you need that? I needed that. That was good. That was good. I Ross, still did you need that? that? <laughs> Ross needed it. Mm. You guys, thank you for joining us here. We'd like to ask you as your tithe, as your love offering, act of charity, act of good, tell us how your mirror experiment went from the body positivity episode. Tell yourself that your body is a temple. Now do it again, but say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Look at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And then tell someone else that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Azariah? That is right, honey. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And Azariah, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, thank you. Danny, so is that, you whatever that duck is behind you, it sounds so cute. <laughs> oh my God. You're it really is fearfully nature. I'm like in a building. Made. Ross, it is fearfully and wonderfully made. Ross, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are also fearfully and wonderfully Let's close with a prayer. Dear Lord, we gather before you today, just us and the ducks, to tell you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and we feel it. We know you are with us. You will take us everywhere on this earth everywhere and beyond to the deepest depths of the sea and we will still be with you. Yes, and even, even in the darkness, even no matter where we are, God, there you are and we are not without you because you made us. We are, we are your fingerprint. And that's what makes us so fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm so proud to be made by the most wonderful artist I know. Lord, we thank you so much for bringing us together here on Yash Jesus today. We'd like to lift up SB and please give him strength, Lord, and let yes. him know that he is not alone, that you will always be with him, and his enemies have no power there. And God, thank you for those who have the courage to come out 
like Michael Sasson's and, and share his truth and his experience and his healing with all of us because that is what's going to do the work. You know, we have to share our stories. So thank you for Michael Sasson's who's sharing his story and doing the healing work and giving and shining the light for other people in their darkness where you are also. So we thank you and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made out there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Yas Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at yashjesuspod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a, hey girl, we'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and... Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking deacon, Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. Keep praising the Lord, y'all! the Lord, y'all! God bless. Ah!